following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Kyle Rennie joined for the second straight episode now by my new co-host, Mr. Jason Holt. What's going on, everyone? Not much. Jay, uh, we're here to finally get around to something I've been trying to do for a couple weeks now, and it's the Beasties. No, not the Beastie Boys, the Beastie Awards. Uh, we have some nominees here to bring to the table. This episode, we'll drop the nominees. Next episode, we will uh, we will hand out these awards. Maybe we'll tweet them at the players. Maybe, Maybe, yeah. maybe not. That might, that might get us in should, trouble. We should send them... Like Nickelodeon awards, but like really small. So you're telling me you're going to buy a 3D printer and we're going to print a little little fantasy logo? Yep. Love it. But guys, uh, we have 11 categories, I think, if I can count. Um, We have 10 categories. I can't count. Do you have 11? I think so. I might have. I skipped one. I skipped a category for sure. Um, all right, guys, I clearly can't count. Uh, we have 11 categories here. Uh, we have Fantasy MVP, Bust of the Year, Offensive Player of the Year, non-fantasy-wise, Defensive Player of the Year, also non-fantasy-wise, Fantasy Rookie of the Year, Roller Coaster Performer, the player who could get you 30 points one week and three points another, uh, new next year's breakout player of the year. That's right. We're going to try to predict that a year ahead. Most injury prone player, steal of the draft, next year's most overrated, and the comeback player of the year. Jason, what do you say we start with the? Uh, we'll start with the comeback player. We'll go. We'll go backwards and up. Uh, um, what do you got for comeback player? The two comeback players that I saw. I mean, both quarterbacks, uh, Dak Prescott and my boy Joe Burrow, both coming off of injuries and they had great seasons. And Joe Burrow just. Amazing with uh, making it to a Super Bowl in his second season and not even playing, what was it? I can't remember how many games last year. Um, yeah, I mean, Burrow missed a ton of games here. Prescott uh, obviously missed a few games himself, but he definitely was there. He uh, was a player who, who missed a couple this year, but was able to still get most of the year out. And I'm going to add one more to the list here. We'll go with James Conner. Yeah, definitely. Uh, actually, let's go impact. two. We're going to add two here. Let's go James Conner and let's go Cordero Patterson. Yeah. Uh, Patterson, a guy who not necessarily hurt, but I think a lot of people would have said his career was over at yeah, this point definitely. in time. Uh, and really to jump back out and come back alive the way he did and make himself a new career, yeah, massive. definitely started over almost in a situ- in a situation in Atlanta. So I mean, we've got four total. I generally try to do five. I think we're okay with just these four as the. As the nominees, so the, the nominees for our award for next week will be Joe Burrow, Dak Prescott, James Conner, and Cordero Patterson. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's scribe that down. 
Joe Shiesty. Joe Burr. Um, what is a Shiesty? <laughs> <laughs> oh, James no. Connor and... I thought you were going to say Hangle. <laughs> that man. Shout out James Hangle. I was driving home from work in the midst of trying to worry about not having a flight for my honeymoon. And got a text from him that just said, The Cincinnati Hangles. And yes. I almost cried. <laughs> was not expecting that from him. The Cincinnati Hangles. He's been on the show a time or two. We'd love to get him back. Oh, I love James. Uh, Alright. We're going to piss people off here. He probably. Let's go to the back. Let's go to the most overrated player of next year. You go ahead and start. Who do you got? Um, for we're gonna find my list here. Most overrated down here. I'm gonna piss a couple people off. I think with this 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 first one. Yeah. Cooper Cup. Okay. As much as I love him and he's gonna have a great season, I just don't think he pulls off another season like he did this year. And I think people are gonna sell high. I don't think you're wrong. I think if you were a dynasty owner, this was the year to take the off season oh, and yeah. sell him for the farm. Yep. Because. He's going to be a great fantasy player, don't get me wrong. He still has the potential to be a top 10 player, but top 10, and I guess that's the thing. In Dynasty League, he's young enough where you could probably hold him for a year or two and see what he does if he's going to continue to be a top 10. But, like, in redraft, someone's going to go put the farm for him as a top three pick. That's that's how I was thinking was redraft. I wasn't thinking fantasy. Yeah, I'm saying it's it's one of those situations where for Dynasty, you might be able to just get more out of him right now. Oh, yeah. Um, who else you got? Um, Patrick Mahomes. Okay. It's the same situation there. I think he's having a good fan. He had a good couple of fantasy years, but I think people are sell high when they have like great seasons like that. Are you concerned about the defense turnover with them having not a lot of cap space? Is that part of it as well? Yeah, it could definitely, it's definitely going to have an impact on like his season there. Who else you got? This is going to make a lot of people mad too. Lamar Jackson. I mean, you know I'm not going to be mad. Back when I was with uh, the two-point conversation, I had a talk with our good friend Bryce Benjamin, who's been on here, and I broke down exactly why I thought that Lamar would be found out. And almost everything that I broke down has come true. And, like, you don't, like, don't want to predict a player's downfall, but he's a very predictable player, and that offense almost looked better with Snoop Huntley under the helm this year. Oh, yeah, it definitely did. And I think people are thinking Lamar was hurt last year. He's going to come back and have a revenge tour. I don't think that's the case. Uh, I, I think that's going to be one of those things, too, where you have to reinvent yourself as a player completely. Yeah. Because you don't want to become the injury-prone quarterback. We already saw that same style of play with RG3. Now you've got to walk a fine line. You have to be able to protect yourself from the hits and not put yourself in that way, which with Lamar's playing style is very tough. Yeah, very tough. And stay on the field and produce. Um, any other ones for this? Uh, for that would be the three that I have. So I went with five. Uh, I went with six on this one. As much as we just gave a little toot to one of them with Cordero, I do have Cordero Patterson on my list. Um, it's a guy I really like him. I think unfortunately he reminds me of. I hate saying this because I was very high on him this year. He reminds me of Mike Davis. Yeah, Mike Davis had that electric year. He's going to sneak into being a top 50 draft pick, and he's not going to pay you out in dividends the same way he did this year, especially because he already kind of had that year this year. I think, I've already, I think I already have him on one of my lists as well going forward. We'll get to that in a minute. But he would give you four sub-10-point games and then a couple 20 points, and it was, there was never consistency with that. 
Uh, I'm also going to go with one that I think is very under the radar, and I only thought of this a couple minutes ago. I'm going to go Mike Evans. He was actually, I thought, one of the guys I picked, but I didn't put him on my list. He, he Evans is talented, but until we know who is the quarterback yeah. there, and like it, I could be completely wrong. If Kyle, I, We loved Kyle Trask last year in the pre-draft process, and if he comes out to be the player we hope for, I'm falling flat here. Uh, but I'm just, I'm going to float that and be possible. I also went with you with Cooper Cup, the same reasons you did. Um, I went Jamar Chase as well. Yeah. The buzz on Chase was so high and we saw it so often that he could be a five point point performer or a 55 point performer. Hopefully five. But yeah, (laughs) but that's it is too often we saw him really just not know where he was going. I also went with Leonard Fournette. That's a good one too. Yeah. Fournette's a tough player to predict this year, um, especially because we don't know where he's going. He is a free agent. If it's back to Tampa, you're going to be the focal point without Brady there. Yeah. Easier to stop the run when Brady's not slaying the ball. Yep. Um, The other one I got is Saquon as well. Saquon's a bit tough. Mm. Um, Dude, with Saquon, everybody wants to go, oh, he's got that top five pick pedigree. Yeah, but like... I don't think whatever they're going to do with the Giants is going to fix him. You're in a new coaching staff now. You're going to want to go a whole new direction. Unless they're bringing in an offensive coordinator with Brian Dable to pound the ball. And Dable didn't do that very well in Buffalo. Yeah. Why do I expect it to change with New York? Um, all right. So out of this, we have eight names. I'll tell you this. I'm totally on board to put Lamar into this. We good with Lamar? Yeah. Uh, Cooper Cup. Yep. So we need three more. Jamar Chase make this list? Yep. Oh, definitely. Um, I think I'm okay not putting Cordero and Mike Evans on this list. Yeah. I I don't know if I want to put Mahomes just because you still know you're going to get a top 10 quarterback no matter what with Mahomes, even if he's not a top three. Whereas I think Lamar has the real possibility of falling completely out of that top 10. Oh, yeah. Um, I just, with the way it's gone, people like to sell high on the quarterback. Yeah, I just, I think, I think you're definitely going overrated on Holmes if you're in the top two rounds. But I think if you're settling in and you're getting him in the fourth round, I'm okay with that value. I like that. I do think that I put, you know, maybe top the top five with Fournette and Saquon. Yeah, I do like that. We'll do that. So then our, our five are going to be Lamar Jackson, Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase, Leonard Fournette and Saquon Barkley. Uh, to the opposite end of the spectrum here, the steals of the fantasy draft year. You only have one for this, correct? Yeah, I couldn't really. I was trying to get more, but I just couldn't find ones that I like liked as a steal. But uh, my like the nomination I had would be Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow yeah, coming off that injury, I think people sold low on him, and I forget which round I got him in. I meant to try to look it up. Probably the tenth or eleventh. Like. He was being drafted, which is wild because Justin Herbert was 60s to 70s. Yeah. Joe Burrow was 105 to 125. And I think I even, before that, I already had a quarterback. Yeah, he was your second guy, I think. You might might have gotten the back-to-back rounds, but like... Yeah, it was close. um, Burrow, huge on that. Uh, I have have eight of seven of these guys. No, I mean, I'm gonna, you're you're real good at that finding someone like the steals like that. So uh, James Connor's one, and it's one I wouldn't necessarily picked. I handcuffed James Connor this year, and he was electric. Yeah. He was 
at any given point from 80 to from the 80th pick to the 110th pick, and he finishes a top 10 running back. Uh, yeah, that's, a good, that's nice. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup is a guy who, in most situations, I got him in the fifth round in our draft. Yeah, he was going in the people. fourth to the sixth, and he finishes as fantasy player number one. Oh, yeah. Fantasy player number one, wide receiver, triple crown, amazing. Hunter Renfro. Yeah, definitely. And the only reason like he might not make the final list here is because I don't think a lot of people drafted him. But in deeper leagues, Hunter Renfro was worth your flyer. He were getting him anywhere from round 13 to round 17, depending on how, how late your draft was. And he finishes wide receiver 11. That's yeah. a huge turnaround. Cordero Patterson, another guy on this list. I think he might not make the final bid just because he was also not drafted at all. Yeah. But Patterson finishes as running back 12 as an undrafted in most scenarios. Your guy, my guy, I've got him on here, Dawson Knox. Love Dawson Knox. I don't think unless you were a Buffalo Bills fan, people drafted Dawson Knox at all. I don't think that he did. There, And that's where I think, I feel like that's where I'd almost be able to eliminate those three without getting to it. Mike Williams. Mike Williams was the bottom half of the 100. He was going anywhere from round 10 to round 12. That dude finished at wide receiver 13 or 14. And Debo Samuel, man. Debo Debo was going anywhere from 85 to 100. That back half of like the the eighth to twelfth round, and was wide receiver three. Um, I'm more than okay going Joe Joey B in here. Oh, it was, um, it was a steal for me. I think really was. I think we got to put Cooper Cup in here just because. Oh yeah, he definitely. Was anybody, anytime you can get the there. the top point producer in fantasy, outside of the third round is a really good time. Uh, do we put James Conner on a comeback here? Yeah, I think so. Are we okay? I, I feel like Debo has to be locked as well, right? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Debo Debo was insane this year, and like I said, he's been drafted low. I feel like the thing is you almost could put Debo as that um, that damn near roller coaster player, too, because he had a couple weeks where he tailed off and then got hot again. Yeah. Same with Mike Williams. But I'd be willing to put Mike Williams in here as well. Mike Williams started the year out as the wide receiver one. He was ahead of Cooper Cup for a while, I believe, because he was just red hot. And... I mean, in our league, we gave him to Frank. Literally, Pisner told him, hey, man, you should take Mike Williams and screw Dave. But, uh, okay, so our five there will be Joe Burrow, Cooper Cup, James Conner, Debo Samuel, and Mike Williams. Uh, the most injury-prone fantasy player. Oh, uh, where, where do I have it on here? Most injury-prone. I have a, a bunch of lists under here. Uh, Who do you Ster- got? Sterling Shepard. Well, hold on. Before you finish this, then, let me complete the trio. Because I have Kadarius Tony and Kenny Galladay. <laughs> I've got the entire Giants yeah, wide receiving core. <laughs> um, but uh, that's ahead him because it was f- trying to figure out the entire season if he was going to play every week or yeah, not. Yes. Who else you got? Uh, Lamar Jackson. Uh, I had Jameis. Winston is my next one. Tua. I tell Gova. I, I know Tua, tongue, ter- Tua turned the ball over. Yeah, pretty much. And Saquon. All right. Um, so I'm going to, before we even go any further, I'm going to suggest that we break a rule on this show. Okay. We're not going to give this award. We're not going to nominate one or two people on this. I'm nominating as a whole New York Giants offensive weapons. Yes. Saquon, Darius, Kenny Galladay, Sterling Shepard. Yes. Giants weapons. All right. I'm going to lock them in without even going any further. Um, 
so whatever's in the water in New York down there, it's not, I mean, I guess it's not. It's toxic. But <laughs> um, I guess it's not, because the, the Jets, I don't know, I mean, they're bad, but they're no, not No, the bad. Jets had a wider, New New York wide receivers. <laughs> New York wide receivers. Um, I've got CMC. Yeah. Second year in a row, I feel one. like you have to pencil him in. I've got Gronk as well. Gronk missed eight games in the middle of the season. Yeah. Eight games in nine weeks because he came back for one game. Um, yeah, he's actually, I didn't even think about that. And I have I've got Will Fuller, one. but I think that's just an overall thing. We all know he's never yeah, had. He didn't even technically play a game this year. You know, he's gonna be I'm definitely putting Lamar on this list, though. He's on mine, Lamar. Um, we'll go Jameis as the other one as the top five. So we have the Giants' weapons, CMC, Rob Gronkowski, Lamar Jackson and Jameis Winston as the five for the most injury-prone fuckers. <laughs> Oops. Um, breakout player of next year. Not this year, next year. Who do you got? Um, my first two might be a little bit uh, biased. Same bias, but this on the same team. So Travis Etienne and Trevor Lawrence. Same. <laughs> I have those as my last two penciled in players. And that's what I have for those because I think... Travis Etienne not playing last year. We don't know what he's going to do. Trevor Lawrence got his weapon back, so it'll be nice. And yeah. my, my favorite one that I got on here, I mean, I shouldn't say favorite, but it's Cameron Bates. Because O.J. Howard's in a contract year. We don't know where he's going to go. And depending on who's slinging it or not there, if you've got a young quarterback first, like who hasn't been I mean, it's season, funny because I feel like Cam Bates has to. been around forever. And real in reality, I think he's only 28. He's he, young, he, yeah. he got signed to a big deal. Then they, then they, then they drafted O.J. Howard. And then they signed Tom Brady and brought in Gronk, and he just got buried. The dude's making some of the most money as, an, as a tight end to do nothing in the league. Yeah, but I think he's going to be the guy that's looked towards in Tampa. Um, I agree with you on Lawrence and Etienne. I also have Kadarius Toney on this list. I have Kyle Pitts as well, but I almost don't know if you can call him a breakout. I think he arrived this year, but you knew it would have been yeah, more. Yeah, knew. thought it might have been And more, I've yeah. got a Monra St. Brown. That's a good, great one, yeah. As a lot of people started to call him the sun god this year, uh, St. Brown finished 22nd in fantasy and only had points produced from week 12 to week week 18. Uh, I think for this one, we're going to keep Trevor and Travis Etienne. Um, Hope Etienne for me. Let's go with Kadarius Toney. Let's go with Cameron Bates. And let's go with Sun God. A M S B. That sounds real weird. A M S B sounds like something terrible. Yeah. Um, all right. Roller coaster performer of the year. Um, my first one there was Gron- Rob Gronkowski, because it was seems like when he when he did play, you were either getting thirty points or you were getting four. Four, yeah. And that's it. I agree with that. Uh, my next one, where I lost it now, because I was Devin Singletary. Motor. As much as I hate to see it, because I'm a Bills fan, it was the same thing. It was either you're getting 26 or you're going to get three, and there was no in between. I agree with that. And my last one was Alan Lazard, roller coaster. Lazard, I I yeah I I feel like you could have put that as any Packers receiver not named Devonte Devonte Adam. Adam. Um, what I have as well on this list, I went with Jamar Chase. 
Jamar was we we discussed that he pulled yeah. fifty five, and then he had a couple games where he was less than ten, and like it was never a consistent ten to twenty. It was either sub twenty under ten. Uh, Kyler Murray. Yeah, it's a, it's a I, don't, I don't know if Kyler fits this category. I guess just because like to start the year he was so high and it was over twenty points every game, and then it was just the rug got cut off from under him when he came back. Uh, Tariq Hill. Yeah. The amount of times Tariq Hill had a 35-point week and then followed up with a three- or two-point week was ridiculous. Same situation, same high-profile player, and it stings a little to say it. Steph Diggs. Yeah, definitely. And we know what the situation was on that. We know Diggs saw a lot of double cover, but Diggs went from being last year just untouchable to he's pedestrian and he might have three catches for nine yards. Yeah, um, and that's just the mouth to feed in Buffalo. You know, there's so many there. The last one I had was Mike Williams. Uh, I actually looked up his stats right before I wrote that one down. Yeah. He started the year with like three or four 20-plus point games, and then it was like four points, three points, 20. Five points, eight points, 32. Three points, seven points, 20 again. Like, it, he was just riding these rolls. I think I'm going to add one more on Who else she got? Travis Kelsey. He did that a couple times, right? <laughs> he put up, it was, I mean, consistent for the first couple of games, and after that it was it was 20 points, 20 points, 27, 8, 20, and then, like, it was just up and down, and he had a 40-point game out of nowhere, and then it was back down to 7. So, so I'm going to do that. Let's go with Gronk, for sure. Let's go with Motor. We're going to Tyreek Hill. We're going to go Stefan Diggs. Sorry, Steph. Uh, last year you were up for a lot it. of big awards. We're going to drop you here. Let's go... Let's go Travis Kelsey, because I think I wouldn't normally put him on this list, but he really went on this roller coaster ride in the playoffs, and he yeah. hurt some teams in the playoffs. Uh, on to the fantasy rookie of the year. Ooh, was I got a couple here. Um, I do two, and I wanted to put him on around this list so badly, but he only had he would have been fantasy rookie of week 12 to 17. Yeah. If he would have been out that hot the whole part of the year, I think we would have made it. But what do you got? Uh, first over, I mean, obviously, Jamar Chase. Just because, I mean, he might have been a little... I also have down, him. But was there. And then number two, my number two there was Kyle Pitts. I did also put him on. I had as my last guy on there. And uh, Jalen Waddle would be my number three. I also had Jalen Waddle. So, so far, I think all three of those guys are locked into this. Do you have anybody else? That'd be who I have for that. I list. added two running backs here. I added Najee Harris. That's a good one, yeah. He had, I mean, he almost could have also fit in the roller coaster category. But he started the year so red hot, and then he would just go 35 points, 4 points. 34, 4. Like, but he still finished running back 3. And then another guy who almost could have fit the injury prone, but when he was healthy and on the field and wasn't the third round pick used at running back for this team, Elijah Mitchell was red hot. Yeah. I like that, and I'm mad I didn't think of it. So let's go Chase Waddle, Harris Mitchell, Pitts. Yeah. Um, God bless you. Chase Waddle, Harris Mitchell, Pitts. Um, that was a mouthful. So that brings us to the non-fantasy section here with Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, the couple I had, Aaron Donald. I didn't even think of him. Dude's a beast. He's throwing around 300-pound men with one arm like they're... Cheesecake. I I like cheesecake. <laughs> so do I. Uh, who else she got? Uh, TJ Watt. Just the sack record. I also have TJ Watt. And Micah Parsons. You got Parsons on here. See, I 
Did not want to put him on this soon. I went with his teammate, though, and I did put Trayvon Diggs on that list. I like him. I really do. I thought he could have been, but just the amount of, like, times in, uh, like, one-on-one coverage. That he the, did get burned. He did get burned. I mean, the, t- the, the, the picks were crazy. Too. It's crazy. I can't, so like, that was so my thing. If you're going to give me that amount of picks, I'll be okay with you getting burned every once in a while. I'm so I lie. went with the other guy who has a, an ass load of picks but doesn't get burnt as much. I also put J.C. Jackson on my list. Yeah. Um, and I had Nick Bosa. Bosa had a good year, but on top of the good year, he also came back from that serious injury. Yeah. Do we break the rules again? You want to sure. make all six of these guys as a candidate for Defensive Player of the Year? Yeah. Let's do I that because like I actually really like all six of those names. Uh, Watt, Diggs. Is it really breaking the rules? JC, we make the rules yeah, up. we do make the, the rules. <laughs> J.C. Jackson. I almost wrote J.C. Jack off. That would have been bad. Jesse Jackson. Jesse Jackson. Nick Bosa. The Jackson 5. That was the worst B I've ever drawn in my life. Is it drawing or writing? Both. <laughs> Aaron Donald. And um, Micah Parsons. I don't know why I just said that. Like, Frank is a voice actor with a twang, but I did. Offensive player of the year. Who you got? Offensive player of the year. It's going to be, people are going to be even more mad. Cooper Cup. Because <laughs> I had him. And it's not doing as good next year. But this year it was just. Oh, I mean, he's, he's absolutely insane. there. Is that, do you got anybody else? John, yep. Jonathan Taylor. Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady. And call me a homer. Josh Allen. And Debo. Anymore. Do you have Debo in there? Yeah, I do. It's my last one. Uh, I just wrote all of these down. Uh, well, I think I'm just going to add some of this list. I had Cup. I had Allen. I had Taylor. So we have those three. I'll keep Brady and Rogers. I'd be willing to get rid of Mahomes because I think Brady, Rogers, Allen all did better. But if we're adding anybody else to this list to go six on this, yeah, I'm adding Derrick Henry. Yeah, he might not have had the full season. But, but he was the still, production when he was healthy was ridiculous. He was still, what was it, like top three? like In three, yardage. In yardage, three or four weeks out of not playing, without not playing. He still finished as a top 15 fantasy running back, and yeah, he didn't, didn't play, the, play back the, the entire back half of the season. That's insane to me. So we'll go Cup, Jonathan Taylor, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Josh Allen, and Derrick Henry. Uh, ready to piss more people off? Yeah. Bust of the year. Um, my first one, Lamar Jackson. Oh, oh, what? I also have Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Do you? Who else you got? Uh, this next one pains me a little bit because I drafted him pretty high. Uh, Ryan Tannehill. Okay, I that's actually a really good one. Who else you got? Uh, this also pains me to say because I drafted him pretty high. DeAndre Hopkins. I thought about putting D Hop. Um, I didn't. To me, I felt like that could have gone injury, but I also had a lot of these guys well, who were injury prone, so like. Yes, it probably could have gone. He was it was mainly his injury, but the two to three weeks he was in, he only had over twenty points twice and yeah. two or three times. I'm sorry, and the oh, by say over <sighs> two of them were by point five. <sighs> Who else you got? Uh, that would be my. I think that's, that's it. Three that I got. Yeah, I added Julio Jones. Yeah, that's bust a good one. and a half. Oh, People yeah. still drafted him as a top thirty pick. Uh, Allen Robinson, same scenario. I, I told warned everybody about Julio. I thought Allen Robinson would have a bounce back here. That hurt. Christian McCaffrey again. Yeah, that's a good one. And Saquon. Um, see, I'd almost be okay getting rid of Allen Robinson because they didn't throw at him. Yeah. And I, I feel like I could get away with... I'd be okay not putting CMC on this list because, like... Yeah, it's, he's been hurt. And the games that he was playing, 
he was putting up production. Everybody who took CMC knew what they were getting out of him with the injuries this year. So yeah, you, uh, should, you really did. You should have known. Should kind of known. We all knew it was him. a risk. Y'all still risk. did it. I'm gonna go Saquon. I took a risk on Burrow. Allen Robinson. Definitely going Lamar. Uh, Julio. Tannehill. And we'll go D Hop. We'll go. Uh, that one pains me. D Hop, my Clemson boy. Our Clemson, Clemson boy, boy, and just not doing it. And last but not least, uh, for this episode, the fantasy MVP of the year for you. Uh, for me, my nominees, I mean, again, you might call me a homer for this one, Josh Allen, but 402.58 <laughs> fantasy points in the entire season. I'll take that. Um, Austin Eckler, C- Cooper Cup, and Herbert. All right. Uh, I did not have Eckler or Herbert. I also had Cup. I had Mahomes and Kelsey, and I also had Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, that's a good I feel like after what we company. talked about with Kelsey, I could take him off my list. Do six on this again. We'll go uh, Cup, Allen, Mahomes, Taylor, Eckler, Herbert. Yeah. All right. Um, well, shit, guys. These guys are about to get some of the Beastie Awards. Not really, because we're way too low budget for that. But I sent Josh Allen one already. You already sent him one? Yeah. Did it say my number one fan? Yep. Nice. Uh, guys, thank you for listening. As always, uh, happy Wednesday, since I don't think we said that to start the episode. I don't think we did. It's also Thursday currently here. Merry Wednesday. Merry Wednesday. Um... It sounds like I'm saying Mary, like the name Mary. Mary Wednesday. Uh, thank you for listening. Shout out to our sponsors, Jeanette at the Therapy Sessions Buffalo, Charlie at Renegade Studios, Damien at the Platter Box in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, and our dude, Kyle, that are Chicken Dippin'. Check them out online at chickendippin.com. Use code SPREAD716, S-P-R-E-A-D-716, for 15% off your order. But guys... We'll give it up for this one. We'll be back to talk about some of the winners of these at the next episode. Until next time, you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts. We'll show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys.